And welcome to Nothing Off Limits. I'm Eric Bazin, your host, and I'm back after a long layoff. And it's actually good to be back talking to you. I've lost, have trouble losing my voice, and I have it back now, so we're going to try to do this every day. Uh, we have been doing the Constitution. Uh, we have been going over the first two amendments, how important they are for First Amendment is your free speech and religion and second amendment is to protect the first amendment and we'll hit three and four today and we'll try to understand more about what our rights really are the third amendment is quartering of soldiers and pretty much what it says is the a soldier can't be quartered in your home without basically your consent. Uh, I, if you go back and you you can watch um, the show used to be on AMC called uh, Turn. There were they would quarter soldiers in their homes, the British would, and basically you would house them, you pay for their meals. You clean after them. You just basically be their slave for however long that they wanted to keep them there. And they did that for the duration of the war. And so they decided when they wrote this, when they did the started writing our Constitution, which is the Bill of Rights of the first 10 amendments to the Constitution, they wanted to let us know that, hey, that they're only focused on our rights. The the founders were focused on our rights. What what rights did we have that the government couldn't take from us? And unlike any other constitution in the history of the world, our constitution focused focused on the citizens and giving them is maximum freedom. And where other nations is to give the government maximum control. So to be able to have our founders who be so in tuned with the everyday man, because they were the everyday man, they were farmers and they were lawyers and there were people who weren't, who were very religious at the time. Because at that time, if you knew how to read, you were expected to be able to quote the Bible in any situation, you, any situation you, you faced in your life, any circumstance you were supposed to be able to use the scriptures that you have studied to get you through it. That was what it was expected, and that was what happened. Very different from today. Today is a very selfish society we're in. Uh, do what I say or else. Uh, I'm going to do what I want to do, and you and the consequences that if it hurts someone, so be it. It's because it's my what I want to see happen. That isn't how they looked at things. They looked at it as if you wasn't hurting anyone, you can do pretty much whatever you want. But just know that the, the, these moral codes, which is given to us in the scriptures, were expected to be followed. They were expected to be obeyed. And you and you and they help they help one another they help their neighbors they cared for their neighbors uh, totally different than it is today um, 
you could trace your ancestry back like as I did. If you're an American, um, more than likely you have ancestors who came here from Europe or some came from Asia or uh, the ones who came from Africa on these in the slave trade. I mean, they we have ancestors. We have a, a diverse ancestry in this nation. And, I, and you trace it back to where when freedom was given, people use religion as a foundation of how to conduct everyday life. And you may not see someone for for a, uh, during the entire week because you were in the field working or you were working your livestock, whatever it was, you're just trying to survive. And, and you see them on a Sunday morning when you got to church. That was life. So during the week, you was expected to hold, and you held, and they did, they held themselves accountable for their actions. They didn't wait for the preacher on Sunday morning to make them feel good about the decisions that they made that were wrong during the week. Uh, the preaching then, if you go back and read the notes from the preacher, especially pre-revolution, preaching about the revolution and preaching about moral standards, it was incre- it's incredible the way they talked to the community, where they talked to the to congregations and how they told the people, look, this is what you, this is what's going on. You have to live and I have to live this certain way. We have to hold God in such esteem that we would do everything in our power to uphold his righteousness, to uphold the standard that he has given us, to, to represent him in a way that people who are not, say, people who are living worldly will want to be in our group, who want to join us, who want to become a Christian, who want to serve Christ. That was how they lived. That was how they preached. Uh, you've seen a lot of good results coming from that. But let's, let's get back to the amendment. They didn't want soldiers in your home if you didn't want them there. They were used as, that, in other words, we didn't want spies in your home. You should have freedom in your home. And that was incredibly important we don't think about today because we haven't seen it because of this amendment it was followed to it's been followed by our leaders in the past now is that going to work i don't know how's it going to work i don't know what's going to happen in the future because right now everything seems upside down and we'll talk more about that tomorrow but there's a lot of things going on and this next amendment, we're going to talk about the Fourth Amendment. Is is I won't spend the most time on it. It is the maybe one of the most important amendments for your personal. I mean, you got the First Amendment is very important. I know a lot of people go, "We all, we we are." I am big on the Second Amendment myself. I'm big on the Constitution, period. But the Second Amendment is very important, but the Fourth Amendment. Oh my goodness, it is, what is said here is incredibly important. And this, 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 I'm going to read it and then discuss what it is and then what it means. And it's the search and seizure, support the amendment. By the way, you can download a, a free constitution to your smartphone and have it and you need it. And you, you could do as I did, as, as other people I know have done, is you can buy a pocket constitution, very cheap. Keep it with you. you it's good to have a paper version, a, ver, a version you can hold in your hand to have. 
because it may come a time when you're not able to access our phones or we might not be able to access our phones and be able to have all this, all this at our disposal. We need to have our hands on things. We need physical copies of our early documents. We need a copy of the Declaration of Independence. Uh, if it's not, not, I ain't talking about one like it's a replica that you hang in, you put in a frame, you hang on a wall. I'm talking about it's actually wrote in a book and you can pull it out and you can read it and understand it. And that is very important to have. But here's the Fourth Amendment. Search and seizure. The right of the people to be secure in their persons, houses, papers, and effects against unreasonable searches and seizures shall not be violated and no warrant shall issue but upon probable cause supported by oath of affirmation and particularly describing the place to be searched and the persons or things to be seized. In other words, they can't search your home just because they want to. They have to have a warrant, and in that warrant, they have to have exact description of what they're looking for or who they're looking for and what they're going and what they're wanting to take if they find it. That's exactly, and the judge has to issue a warrant. So the police can't come to your home and say, we're going to search your home. You, we believe you're doing uh, something illegal. We're going to come in here to search your home. No, they have to have probable cause. And by probable cause, most of the time you'll see they have to have a witness. They have to have a witness, someone who's come to them and saying, this is what I know Here's the proof I have that they are doing this. And you just don't have the physical evidence. Okay, the, the warrant is for the physical evidence, to get physical evidence to, to support the claims that they have that they believe is credible. They go to a judge and they have to explain it to a judge. Now, I know there's some crooked judges out there that will give a warrant to anybody for anything. They just don't want to be bothered. They just say, okay, I'll sign it, leave, good. And there's some, and there's are some good judges, really good judges, who look at it and say, you don't. You didn't give me probable cause, or that's incredible uh, evidence. This suspicion you have. Go look. Uh, go look. Here's a warrant, but this is the only thing you're allowed to get. This is the only person you're allowed to see. Go look, and that's it. Uh, we, we, this is very important. You see, because the Fed, the government can't use the police force as a weapon against you, which is what was going on. There was just, the British Crown was just letting people come and they just come into your home and take whatever they wanted, and there's nothing you could do about it because that was they had permission from the king to to rule however they felt necessary. So our founders said, "Okay, men are corrupt when they get in power; they'll do anything." anything to hold people down to seize the moment to to take more control of ever of, of the of their situation to take more power away from you to give to them and they said we're going to stop no searches and seizures first off you're not going to put in like i said third amendment you're not putting a soldier in a, in your home a government, we you're not putting a soldier in a citizen's home. That's why we have bases. We have uh, military bases, army bases, and Marines have their bases. The Navy has naval bases, uh, Air Force bases. We have our bases. 
to where they stay. You quarter them. That's where they're quartered. They're not quartered in your home. They're quartered in the places designed just for them. All right. Now they said, okay, but here's another one. You're not search. You're not going Ill- illegally, unnecessarily search and seize anything from our, our citizens. They have a right to be have privacy. Privacy. Isn't that something that we give away every day every time we use a smartphone because it, it hears everything you say. I mean, it's, it's obvious. I mean, I hear people all the time, and I've done it before just to see if it'll work, and it does. Uh, just say something out, off the wall. Just something that you haven't said ever. I ain't talking about cursing or anything. I'm talking about just uh, somewhere you want to take a trip or or a name of a town or country or city or or, or Something a grill you want, or uh, a, a, women can say something like a purse they want, and you'll go on like Facebook and Twitter and Instagram, and ads will pop up, or even Snapchat ads will pop up, and it's exactly what you say. It it hurts you. The algorithm came together and it it hurts you, and they put it. Put together, hey, I'm gonna send ads. I'm, this 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 company is paying for us, paying for these ads, so we're gonna shoot at this person who may have a little interest in it. So we give away a lot of our privacy. People have Alexa in their home. If you have that, that's your business. I don't have, I don't have, it, I don't want it. Uh, we have our own security. The way we, our own security systems. Everybody's different about how they want to do it. But if you want Alexa, if you think it's handy to you and it that's your freedom, you can do it. I'm not down I'm not gonna downgrade you for it. Cause I understand why people have it. I understand it is a very handy thing to have, especially when you have small children in your home. But our privacy, we don't have much privacy anymore. Especially with if you'll notice with the younger generation coming up. And you younger generation people, listen to me. You're fresh out of high school. You're fresh out of college. You're starting your life. Don't give up your privacy. Keep things private. And I promise you, you'll be thankful 20 years down the road. 10 years down the road from high school, whenever you're looking and you're saying, Oh, I, I, I didn't... Let everybody know every little dark secret I have. Everybody's got things that they've done in their past they're not proud of. Everybody, and even if you say, I've never done anything like that, anything bad or anything. You still need to keep things private between you and one other person. That's it. That's it. Don't share your entire life on social media. Before social media... There was there wasn't near as much anxiety between people, of, and and then the social media companies learned this. They learned if you if we if they put on there, how many likes can you get on this photo? And if you didn't get the number of likes that you thought you're supposed to get on this photo, it, it hurt. It, it causes depression. All right. And if, what if you get way more than you thought you were going to get? It causes euphoria. That should never happen because that doesn't matter. 
let's get the so you're fresh out of high school, you're fresh out of college, even if you are just young, you're young. Keep things private. Have a private life. Because one day you'll be married and your spouse will, you and your spouse have a better relationship if you keep your life private. Okay, and your business. Same thing here. You own a business. You run a business. You're doing different things. The government can't come in and take all your papers because they want to. Because they think, I know you're doing something wrong. You cheated on this. You cheated on that. Okay. You may think I did that, but you need proof. You need to have. You need to have evidence. You need to have a case against me before you go get that warrant. There's no suspicions. Suspicions. Anybody can be suspicious of anyone. Just, I mean, they can't just come in and take your life away, and then you in your papers. And when it says papers, got everything's digital now. Yes, but you have a right to your privacy, your digital accounts, your digital records. They can't come in just take your laptop, take your iPad, take your your tablet, your your phone. They can't just come take it because they said, "I know you're doing something wrong." No, they can't do that. And that's what this amendment does: is protects you from overreach. Now, if you're doing something wrong, eventually you're going to get caught. That's all there is to it. That's how it works. But if you're living honest and you're living the way they were teaching to do at that time, living a religious life, living a, a life full of every day, I'm doing exactly what I can to be the best person I can be, to be the best I can be for for God and live for Him. They, I can't be approached and I can't be harassed for being me. And that's exactly what's going on. You think about it. I mean, I, we heard about when uh, Breonna Taylor was uh, shot and killed by the by the police in Louisville. I think it was, it was either late 2019 or 2020, something sometime in there. Um, and there was the the thing that was a big topic from people I talked to. Was the no knock warrant? They got a no knock warrant from a cop, and then when I heard the explanation behind it, I said, "Oh, I understand why they got a no knock warrant because the person that they was suspected to be in there was a very violent person. If they was going to be knocking, they didn't want to have to their, their officers to be subjected to, to fire, um, to get shot, to be wounded, to be hurt, killed." But. And they said, well, they went to the wrong, they, they went to the correct address. They, the person just wasn't there. It was someone else. And he did fire a shot. And come to find out, they did knock. They actually knocked, which, which tells me that the police, even though they have access to something as a no, like a no-knock warrant, they have judgment. The I don't know what you would, I guess, commander of that group, uh, the leader of that group going in there to tell them, yes, we're going to knock or we don't have, we have no knock warrant. We're not going to knock. We're going to bust the door down. We're going to go in. And they decided to knock. And this was cooperated by 
neighbors who said, I heard them knock. I heard them say police. It woke me up. And so they let the, that's why there was no one put in prison for it because they, they let their, they let it be known they were there. They had a warrant. They knocked, said, please, we have a warrant. Open up. They didn't. The shot was fired when they started opening the door. They were shot at. Police were. Police shot back. Killed. Um, killed Brianna. And uh, you don't want anyone to die. And I, I've said a hundred times, just don't resist if you have when they because they're not going to shoot you, just shoot you. Don't resist all. Don't resist them. When they, especially when they knock and, and have a warrant, just be courteous, be as polite as possible, cooperate. And if you have if you've done nothing wrong, you have a case against them or whoever got the warrant, and you got your your lawsuit, you got your court case with them. Live to fight another day. Do not put yourself in a position to be killed by wanting to be rebellious. There come, there's going to come, there comes the time when you have to stand up, but staring down a barrel of a gun when they have a paper saying they're allowed to be in your home, search it, and you want to act, you want to fight them. It's not smart. And our founders. And they did so much. They did so much stuff to protect us. For now, with all the stuff that's going on in the world today, um, and it's an argument now saying that demanding a vaccine card is a violation of the Fourth Amendment, and it's a good case against that. I mean, for that, it's a good case for that because. I mean, they're demanding you to take your personal medical records and provide it to your employer. And But here's the thing. It's not just going to be your employer. It's a database that the government's going to keep up to know who is vaccinated who's not. That's not a thing you want. That's a scary thing, guys. This is exactly what um, communist, socialist and communist nations do to gain control. So with the Third and Fourth Amendments, that we went over the day. Those are supposed to combat that behavior. But it seems like we're allowing it to happen more and more and more and more. And the more right you get one right away, they're they're gonna come and take two more. Uh, it's like the old statement: if you give the devil an inch, he's gonna take a mile. That's what the government does as well. You give them an inch, they're going to take a mile. They're going to come in, and they're going to keep pushing and pushing and pushing until they have you so far under their thumb that there's no way you could function without them. You can't move. You can't do anything without their permission, and that is a problem because we're not a nation built on doing what the government says. We're a nation built on the government doing what we say do. So don't forget you have rights. You stand for your rights. You vote for your rights. 
And if the person you voted for is someone who is so power hungry that they'll do anything, including throwing you under the bus and, and just trying to destroy you to get ahead, you vote their butt out of office. You make them come back to the to being a, reg, just a regular old citizen because that's what they they're not kings up there. They're not kings. They're not queens. They're nothing. They are a hired people to represent us. We hire them and their job is to do what we tell them to do. And if they don't want to do that, we find somebody else. We fire them and we send somebody else in their place. That's all it is to it. That's how we're going to have to combat this mess that's going on. And it's a good thing I haven't been able to speak much during all this time. This went out since last time we spoke because uh, what happened in Kabul with the Taliban and ISIS. Let me explain something to you. Just because ISIS and the Taliban's been into it, don't you think they won't come they didn't come together because they're fighting against Christians. They hate Christians a whole lot more than they hate each other. And they'll come together to destroy the Christians. As long as they as soon as they once they destroy Christians over there, they're gonna they're they're planning on fighting it out and figuring out which one's gonna be the, the leader. But I'm telling you what happened over there was was disgraceful, utterly disgraceful, and the president should resign over such ill handling of that, especially since citizens were killed in their car. We found that out Friday, September seventeenth, two thousand twenty-one. We news broke. They know that knew they killed children. They knew they killed citizens in a car. They knew they targeted the wrong thing. Why do they even shoot a missile to hit anyone? They're just trying to prove they were because they were being embarrassed. They were just trying to save face and end up killing, causing more damage than they did prior. Thirteen Marines came home, did not come home to their families. They came home in a box. So every, and then the president has the audacity to stand there when they're being brought off the plane and going to be taken to their families and take to their hometowns for funerals to check his watch because he's bored. People he had murdered, they were murdered. People that he put in position to be murdered because he was ill handling and his inability to lead or the lack thereof wanting to because he's anti-America he always has been that's why he's been a failed senator and a failed vice president now he's a failed president to show such disrespect for young young people who chose to join the, the military during wartime not just joined during wartime but actually saw combat trying to get people out president disrespects him like that he's the commander in chief of the military and we're going to get to that amendment soon but we'll talk more about the federal government and this covid stuff later more this week so and and, and stay tuned pretty soon because they'll do some uh, review of the football season so far for Bickersville High High School. And uh, I have some thoughts on our football team. And uh, like you said, you're going to see a lot about me. I don't care who I upset, who I might make angry, because I'm only here for the truth, guys. I'm here for the truth. I'm going to tell you the truth. 
if I get something wrong, I'll come back and tell you I made a mistake. But I'm here for the truth. And I'm going to tell you the truth, no matter if it's sports, politics, what. But with that being said, that's um, Third and Fourth Amendments, some thoughts on some other things in there, thrown in there with it. And uh, hey, connect with me on social media. At, on Twitter at nothing underscore limits. Get on there. Um, got tweet at me, DM me, whatever you got. Let me know what you want to hear about. Let me know what you want me to research for you. Come on now, just get here and help me out a little bit. You can also find me on Instagram as well. Uh, nothing off limits. Uh, yeah, get on there and help me out a little bit. Let's, let's just speak a little bit. Let's talk a little bit. Let's just connect and. Uh, Let's, let's change things for the better. Let's, um, let's figure out what we gotta what we gotta do to make this nation better together. And on Instagram, limits nothing off. Type that in all together, lowercase. Limits nothing off. And get on there with me and um, let's uh. Let's make a difference. Let's get together and make a difference. That's what's important. And until next time, this is Nothing Off Limits, and I'm your host, Eric Baston.